0: is so so good and we his chosen people should be very very grateful for all that he has done there's a lot to be grateful for you ever take that Time to just kind of reflect. I think it's a good thing to do, maybe in the evening before you lay down or in the morning when you wake, to just take a moment and reflect on the blessing of God, the goodness of God and what he has provided for you the day before or that day. It gives us this great sense of value. It gives us this great sense of worth. It gives us a different perspective on life. It changes my negative attitude to one of being positive. It changes my being a victim to one who is more than a conqueror in Christ. This has nothing to do with the sermon. I just feel led to say that this morning. Take time to reflect on the goodness. Maybe it's just because I'm in a reflective mood because of what has happened recently. But take time to be reflective. what God has provided for you now you will know and have known we we have been looking at and we're in week three of our series foundation where we have looked at some foundational things to being a believer right if you recall before before uh, Palm Sunday before Easter we talked about how important it is to read our Bible to know what Scripture says. And we talked the next week about the importance of prayer, spending time talking to God. Right? And we, we, we kind of trump up what prayer is, but the truth is it's just talking to our Creator. And when we don't know the words to use, God understands our heart. doesn't have to be anything fancy. In fact, it should be purely and rawly who you are before your creator. No guys, no hiding behind fancy words, just talking to God. For he hears our heart. And then we went into Palm Sunday and we went into Easter Sunday and we celebrated resurrection. Resurrection. And of course we know for the believers, none of this foundation matters without Christmas and Easter. And as great as it is to get gifts on Christmas, and as amazing as it is to find that one egg. Because if you forget that one egg, a couple months later it will rot and smells real good. As great as that is. What's behind that celebration is the birth of our Lord and Savior and his resurrection, conquering death. And without those two things, well, we're lost. We have no hope. We looked at love. And for the believer, for us Christians, if you don't love, well, you've, you've missed it because God is love. And last week we talked about holiness. The importance of holiness. Be holy because the Lord God Almighty is holy. And today I, I wanted to look at stewardship and, and the church I wanted to talk about stewardship. And yes, that does include tithing, but it's not just tithing. Stewardship is so much more. We cannot boil it down to one thing. It is so much more. And for the Christian, being a good steward is a corner piece, is a capstone, is a foundation on which to build your life. If you don't lay these things out, love, holiness, stewardship, fellowship, Christ. Important part of what you're building your life on is stewardship. Tithing. Did you know that tithe means literally a tenth? That's where we get the 10% from. That's what tithe means one tenth. And it was never really about that particular number. It was always about the reminder that the harvest, what you bring in, what you reap, is all God's. It's already all God's. God's just asking for a peace to remind you of the blessing that God has bestowed on you. It's a discipline. Proverbs 3 9 says this, honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your harvest. It is about honoring God. The first fruits. Right? If you're a farmer and you're farming, I don't know, apples, and you bring in all the apples, and you set the nice apples aside, and you give God the ones that got the worms in them and the little holes in them and all that. No, no, Scripture says the first fruits to God. It is about honoring God. When we give God our best, it honors him. When we give him our next or our last as if he is an afterthought, where is the honor there? Leviticus 2730 says this every tide of the land, whether of seed or of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. It is holy to the Lord. Like I said, it's all God's anyway. Well, let's look now to the New Testament, right? Because that's all Old Testament stuff. You say, Well, Captain, that's the Old Testament. Well, let's look then in Luke 21. One through four. And Jesus here, Jesus looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the offering box. You know this story? Seeing the rich putting their gifts into the offering box. He also saw a poor widow put in two small copper coins. He said, I tell you the truth, this poor widow has put in more than all of them. For they all offered their gifts out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put everything she had to live on. You see, it's not about the amount, it's about the heart. It's about giving gratefully to God. You say, Captain, I don't have much to give, and God says, Whatever you offer to me in the right heart, in the right attitude, I will bless. I will use for my kingdom. And also, let me be clear. I'm not up here telling you, because I don't want you to misunderstand, mishear my words. When I say God will bless you, I am not talking about prosperity gospel. If you give this much money, well, God will give you money back. I am not talking about that, friends. I'm talking about real, eternal blessing that moth and rust cannot destroy, that thieves cannot come in and steal from you. Real blessing from God. 2 Corinthians 9, 7 says this, Each one must give as he or she has decided in their heart not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a, cheer, a cheerful giver. We must get give reluctantly. We must not give because we feel compelled. When the offering plate comes by or when we walk out the back door and put in the offering because someone in front of us put the offering in that we feel compelled to do that. No, 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 no. It has to come from a relationship with Christ, from a heart that is pure and unreluctant and willing to give, as Scripture says, cheerfully. Let me get my cartridge here and I'll put my money in it you see everybody look look what I got I'm gonna put that in the. did you see did you see me put it in the offering I tell you the truth you have already received your blessing if you act that way now I ex- obviously exaggerated that but if that is our heart is that if our, posture towards tithing is that we make sure other people see that we are doing it, you've already received your blessing. And I don't know about you but I want to store mine up for later. So as much as stewardship is about tithe, it's also so much more than just that. What does it mean to be a steward? You know what a steward is? In the old times when there were kings and and royalty and all that, a steward was someone who sat on the throne in the stead of the king. Didn't actually rule was just holding power for the king it wasn't their throne it was the kings or the queens and the steward just held on to it was given responsibility by the king or queen over it that's what a steward is and stewardship is utilizing and managing all resources God provides for the glory of God and the betterment of his creation. We must utilize, we must manage all the resources God provides. That's all of our financial resources, that's all of our spiritual resources, that's our, the environment around us, The buildings that are under our care, the people that are around us, we must utilize and manage all of that for my glory, right? No. For the glory of the one true king. I'm just a steward. God, Christ, is king. You see, and we read this, and we think this, and this is why in Genesis one twenty-two or one twenty-six, God said, "Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and all the creatures that move along the ground." That is also why it says in Psalm twenty-four, one: "The earth is the Lord's, and full and is and the fullness thereof, the world." and those who dwell within. We see from the beginning God laying out, let us make them, man and woman, in our image so that they may rule over the earth. Now, God doesn't say so that they may corrupt the power given to them over the earth. Part of being a good steward is also being a good steward of the environment and caring for that. It's about being a good steward of all that God has put us in control with and the earth, we have been given that authority by God. Let us be good stewards of his creation because you and I did not create it. We just get to work together to bring God's glory about here. Not just in my own life, but in one another's. Again, Psalm 24:1. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell therein. So even though God has given me and you authority, we must remember it is God's, God's alone, His creation. We are simply stewards. This is also why it says in Colossians 3.23, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for human masters. Whatever you do, remember who you work for. Remember whose you belong to. Work as if your work is for the Lord. I don't know about you, but that kind of spurs me on to work hard. That spurs me on to not give my second best but to actually put in effort and try. Because as much as I love each of you, and I think by now you know how much I love each of you. God. God, even more so. May we work our heavenly father what a great responsibility he has given us what trust he has given us like that blows me away friends so often in in my officership and and you know right because you all know hopefully by now that we are leaving that we did receive a call and we will be going. But so often in my officership, I look at the Salvation Army and I say, You know, like I'm a screw up, right? You know that I'm not that bright. And you keep giving more and more and more. And I look the same at God, like, You know. And God says, Just trust. Trust me. Friends, you and I are more than conquerors. You you and I are not a people who should shy away, but should stand firm on the foundation that is Christ Jesus being led by the Holy Spirit, remembering that God, our Creator, our King, has given us authority and power for his Purpose. Let us not shy away. Let us stand firm. Let us be good stewards of what God has given us. Luke 16, 10 through 12 says this, Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So if you not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? And if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? First Corinthians four one. This then is how you ought to regard us as servants of Christ. And as those entrusted with the mysteries God has revealed, is that you? Are you a servant of Christ? Are you trustworthy? Have you been entrusted with the mysteries of God. There's a story. You know the story. You've heard the story. And this is the last little bit of stewardship, right? It's about trust, but it's also about what God has already given you. And there's this parable, and you've heard it, of the three servants who were given talents. And the first servant was given five talents, And the second servant was given three talents. And the last servant was given one talent. And the first two servants take their talents and they use them and they invest them and it multiplies. And so when the master comes back and the three servants are standing there, the first servant says, I know you are a good master. I know that you care. The five talents you have given me, I have taken and used them. And have turned that into ten talents. The master says, good job. And we move on to the second. And the second servant, which was given three, says the same thing. I have taken these three talents and used them and invested them. And now there is six. And again, the master says, good job. And looks to the third. And the third, who got one talent, says, I know you're a hard, you're a hard person. And so I didn't want to lose that talent, so I buried it and didn't use it at all. So here's that one talent back. Well, wasn't overly excited about that. Friends, God has given each of us different talents talents some of us have lots of talents and you look at that and you think well that's not fair why did they get so many and I only got one some of us only have one but friends whether we have five or we have one if we are not using the five or the one for God's purposes it doesn't matter And friends, if you are that one that feels like, well, I just got this one, and you're not using that one talent, then the body of believers is missing out on the blessing that God has given you to be used for his glory and for his purpose. What did scripture say earlier? Whoever is trusted with very little can be trusted with much. Stewardship is about tithing. It's about being a good steward of what God has created, but it's also about being a steward of what God has already given us for his glory, for his purpose. I'm going to invite Evangeline to come back. And as Evangeline is playing... What is God calling you to do? What is the talent maybe that you have that you are hiding, that you have buried, that you don't want to use because it pulls you out of this comfort zone that, that you are so easily in? And God is saying, no, 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 come out. God didn't call us to a life of comfort. God called us to a life of purpose and meaning, and sometimes it's excruciatingly uncomfortable, but we are not abandoned. We are not left alone. Are you good stewards of all that God has given you? This morning as the piano played, won't you come? Because I don't know about you, but if I'm serving the King, the one true King, I don't want to mismanage anything under my stead. I don't want to mismanage anything God has given me, whether it be my family, whether it be resources, whether it be properties, whether it be each of you, whether it be the talents God has given me, I don't want to mismanage any of that. Won't you come this morning